Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello, and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you again to another edition. It really is great to have you with us. And please, 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 if you feel you get something out of the podcast, feel free to leave us a a review and uh, it helps to spread the word if you get something out of it. I never underestimate people's time in spending time listening to the podcast. Well, what I want to talk about today is something called being a great human. Where's this come from? This has come from a number of sources. These last few weeks, I've been completely blessed to have conversations with live conversations with two highly successful, forward thinking, absolutely engaging football professionals. One of them is Sally Needham from Sheffield United. And the other one is Abby Carrington from Swansea City. And two, two different conversations, two people with different job titles, two people at opposite ends of the country, two individual personalities. I said there were two different conversations. It was like an inextricably linked double conversation at different times, following a different path to get to the same place. Both of these engaging, committed, absolutely fantastic communicators highly engaging are doing and trust me when I say this trust me when I say this are doing fantastic leadership work and I'm going to put this into the podcast because it needs to be said as females in a male dominated environment now if there's any subject that's likely to get vitriolic and strange comments on social media it's talking about this kind of thing but here we have two people doing amazing work and who cares if they're male or female absolutely fantastic and the thing that came out of these conversations was this overarching and I'll use Abby's words utopian vision of creating better human beings now get this we are talking here about professional football at the elite level and the conversations and the airtime and the board level communications, buy-in, financial commitment and personnel integration at these clubs is going into doing one thing, creating better human beings. Now, why on earth would two, and I'm just using these two because I think they're at the vanguard, they're at the, the cutting edge of this, why would driven financially successful, hungry, committed football club owners and directors together with leading club personnel and including head coaches and managers spend their time, their money and their thought processes and be committed to creating better human beings when all they really care about or all that really matters ultimately is not letting any goals in between three o'clock and quarter to five on a Saturday afternoon and scoring a goal. Well, let me tell you, it's because 
investing in creating and facilitating the growth of human beings in those organisations has a beneficial effect on what happens on the pitch. Don't believe me? Go and see what's happening and watch this space. I tell you, it is true. So what's so great about this? Well, it's almost like... No, I'm going to go back a stage. For me, it's about courage. It's about courage because there's only a few people and a few individuals who, A, would be brave enough and courageous enough to actually commit to doing this kind of thing. Only those few people would be willing to put the work in. And then only a few, once it got tough, would be prepared to continue. And believe you me, if you stick your head above the parapet, you're going to get eggs thrown at you and people are going to be waiting for you to fail. But let's just see what happens. When I was talking to Abby, she was talking about a player. She talked about a player who went on loan from their club, went to another club, and the club that they went to had somebody in a leadership position who phoned the club that the player was on loan from. And the conversation, I'm led to believe, went something like, what on earth are you doing at your club? Why, came the reply. Well, this individual who is here to forge a career in elite professional football stays behind after training, cleans up, sweeps the dressing room. We cannot believe it. We've talked about this before. Chapter one in Kerr's great book about the All Blacks legacy, Sweeping the Sheds. While the world was celebrating their World Cup victory as the greatest team in the world in their sport, the world champions were sweeping the dressing room because that is what they do. That is the narrative and the summary story of essentially what we are talking about. Being a better human being. If you want an example closer to home, I'm going to quote Manchester City's Pep Guardiola. Pep talked about his great mentor, the absolutely iconic world-class Johan Krauf. Krauf, according to Pep, every day, and I quote, put me on the spot. What does that mean? It may mean he showed him tough love. He wasn't a pushover. He didn't do everything for Guardiola. He didn't namby-pamby him. He may have protected him at times, but he made him grow. He facilitated his development. He put me on the spot. He taught me how to behave. Where in there does it say he taught me just to dribble with a football, just to pass and create an opening for a goal? It doesn't say that. It says, it says he taught me how to behave. If that comes from Johan Cruyff and Pep Guardiola, I don't know where else we can go for a higher accolade for this principle. Ryan Holiday and Brian Johnson. I talk about them quite regularly. Two great leaders. Two great authors. Between them, I'm not sure there are many more individuals on the planet. There will be a few who have more knowledge about the success literature that is available in the world. There probably are. 
but they're up there, believe me. And they both this last few weeks have reiterated their thoughts on the power of reading. I was also listening to another podcast about a highly successful, by a a highly successful American who has been at the top of the political world for decades. You don't last for decades in this industry or that industry unless you have something about you. He's written, I can't remember how many books, I think it was in the 80s, not in the 1980s, but books in the number in the 80s. Phenomenal, an author. And when you hear him speak, you know he has a depth of knowledge that is pretty scary. And these three individuals have all together on different platforms talked about the power of reading. I've spoken about it before. You want to be a better human. You need to read. Do you need some more evidence? I'll go back to Sally Needham. I'll go back to Abby Carrington. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please send me an email if I am. Leave me a message. Both of these ladies are either doing or have completed a PhD. You do not get a PhD or awarded one unless you have read. The world is full of excuses. There are hundreds and thousands and probably millions of people, students, who do not read as much as they should. Why? Because it's hard work. It's phenomenally enjoyable. It is unbelievably empowering, but you have to commit. It's not like eating ice cream. It's not necessarily meant to be enjoyable. It's there for a reason. It does blow your mind the more you think about it. I actually read something by somebody who said, it's an all, you are, if you cannot, if you do not read, you are no better than somebody who can read. Sorry, who cannot read. So if you do not read, you are no better than somebody who cannot read. It's like having a golden key, but you do not use it. It is wasted on you. You are wasting a part of your life because you do not read. Imagine having access to the knowledge, the experiences, the wisdom, the thoughts of millions of people, some of whom are highly, highly, highly intelligent, have been phenomenally successful and have had experiences that no human being in a normal lifetime can ever get to do. It's impossible, but it's all available and you can choose to sift through it and pick out what you want. Oh, I listen to audiobooks. Poppycock. You'll get something out of it, don't get me wrong. You'll pick a few throwaway comments, don't get me wrong. It's a little bit like the difference between dating and having a long-term relationship. Strange analogy. Not sure I'm qualified to talk about that, but it just came to mind. It's like skimming the surface, getting to know a few things that impress and kind of will do. We're not into impressing and will do. We're into foundational, fundamental, long-term development because that is what gives you success from leader, manager, coach's point of view. So if you feel embarrassed, you may not, by not reading. That's okay, but I think you should because being a better human relies on it. Look, 
if you have a disability that means you cannot read, fair play, fair play, do what you can to get around it. But if you can read and you don't, I want you to think about it because it will and can change your life. I promise you. Why? Why become a better human? Because look, we're all on a journey and we choose what we do. We choose where we go, where we aim for and how we do it. And that journey boils down to essentially improving at whatever we choose to improve at, hopefully. Now, if you're into getting by, if you're into average, if you're into, I don't know, I'll just float about here and there, you won't be listening to this podcast, I doubt. I hope and pray that you're into some kind of meaningful life progression and helping other people to do so, to get there. Whatever that is, even if that's, it doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's meaningful to you and it's a net positive on the world. And life is going to, let's, let's start with this principle. Look, life is bigger than us. It's going to have its way with us and we cannot control everything. And the sooner we get to understand that, the better. And one way we can increase that control, one way we can move forward and get better is by conquering ourselves. That means knowing ourselves. One of the most beautiful things and one of the most striking things in the conversations that came out of the episodes I did with Sally and Abby was their deep self-knowledge, which led them to the positions they're in. If they hadn't done the the deep work, the self-reflection, and had the insight they would not be in the positions they are in. I promise you, you have to know yourself. One way of getting to know yourself is by reading and conquering yourself. The more you know, the greater your knowledge base, the greater your experience, the less surprises there will be in your life, the more you will be in control. Less of the universe will bother you, will surprise you, will knock you off your feet you will start to be known as somebody worth listening to and being with. It is the journey from ignorance to knowledge. How far you get is an unknown. How much time we have is an unknown. It'll be infinitesimally small in the grand scheme of things. But if we're not doing that, what are we here for? You know, and you won't be listening to this podcast if you're into just floating, as I said, and enjoying yourself endlessly. There has to be meaning, surely. Reading and growing and deepening your self-knowledge gives you power. It increases the size of your map, the depth and density of your map, the detail. You know more. You can help more people. Now there's a thought process. You can serve more people. You can serve them better. Because ultimately, we have to do that. Leader, manager, coach. Leading. Yes, you have to lead yourself. It's about leading other people. Preferably silently. Preferably quietly. Preferably so they believe they've done it themselves. So you can disappear in a puff of smoke. And as Sun Tzu in The Art of War says that the people believe that they did it themselves. The ultimate leadership. Mother Teresa. Don't look for accolades. Don't look for celebrity. I mean... As I record this podcast, one of our government's politicians thinks it's okay 
to go on a celebrity TV show, probably get paid for it, whilst he's getting paid for serving other people in a jungle thousands of miles away and thinks his constituents, the people he serves and purports to care for, will actually think it's okay that he's sitting there probably half naked and he is, by all accounts, contactable and can help them solve their life problems. I'd like to thank that politician for being an example because examples are rife in life, they're everywhere. Sometimes we need to, we need examples of how to act and many other times we need examples of how not to be. That's a great example. So in your quest, you go out there and you act and you try things and you fail, you increase your knowledge. You read, you increase your knowledge. You change your story, you try again. We're often happy to go to the gym and strengthen our bodies. We need to go to the gym and strengthen our minds, strengthen our souls, so that greater and greater challenges can stand before us. And you know you're doing it if it feels meaningful. We're here to serve and we're here to grow. Being a better human is not. Leader, manager, coach, thanks for listening. Catch you later. Bye-bye. The Leader Manager Coach Podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.